Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. This week we'll be interviewing and listening to the New York musical duo Jay Unger and Molly Mason, as well as the Lazy Goat String Band. Feature host Brooks Blevins tells us the strange story of Connie Franklin, and we'll take a trip down into the vault with Mark Jones for a classic performance from Jimmy Driftwood. This week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Folks who watched Ken Burns' documentary, The Civil War, on PBS, remember the haunting theme music, Ashokan Farewell, written by New York State musicians Jay Unger and Molly Mason. Though he started out as a classical violinist, Jay has become a powerhouse in the old-time and contradance music scene, and is known worldwide as a writer of beautiful fiddle tunes and waltzes. Molly Mason is a terrific swing guitar player and a fine mandolinist as well. They recently visited the Ozark Folk Center State Park, Let's kick off their set with Fiddlin' Around This Town. Left my home in the mountains, fiddlin' around this town. I'm just traveling fiddler, fiddle till the sun goes down. Playing my corn in the summertime, pickin' when the weather is hot. The corn grew thin, a house caved in. Fiddling's all I've got. I'm just fiddling, fiddling, fiddling. I'm just fiddling around this town. I'm just fiddling, 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 fiddling around this town. I'm just fiddling, 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 fiddling around this town. All right.
Jay, tell me a little bit about your musical career. How'd you start? When did you start playing music? Well, uh, when I was six, I wanted to play the concertina, and I have no idea really why, but <laughs> I was growing up in the Bronx, and uh, I begged my parents for lessons, and it took him a year to give in and take me to a music teacher, but he didn't teach concertina. So he played a variety of different instruments for me, and when I heard the violin, I thought, well, that sounds the most like a concertina. <laughs> if you can believe it, that's how I picked it. And then uh, I, I was immersed in classical music for years as a young kid. But then in I went to the High School of Music and Art, an incredibly special place in New York City. And it was, it was a real savior for me because I was, I was kind of losing it as a high school kid. I, my grades were going down. I wasn't interested in school anymore. I mean, in junior high. And then when I got to high school, music and art, we had three periods of music a day, uh -huh. every day, you know, and four some years. So there was music theory, an instrument class, uh, orchestra, and string quartet usually is what I had every day as part of that. It was amazing. Yeah. We went till 4.30, but I didn't mind staying longer. So it was there that a friend of mine introduced me to <clears throat> Flatten Scruggs, Bill Monroe, and old-time music. He had a, a, an LP collection. And you couldn't really buy this stuff. This was in the early 60s. In New York City, you couldn't find these records, really. But I had a reel-to-reel recorder, and I made some copies of some of this stuff. And then I found a library that had some of it. Then I got out of high school, and I met a banjo player. And that was all downhill for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About a pecking party down on the lower 40, back at grandma's place. She invited friends and neighbors hundred miles around. I wish you could have seen her face. But when the folks started showing up, mandolins and picnic lodges, have a big old time. Picking tunes that could tug your heartstrings, singing songs that could make you cry. It was a rough cut rhapsody, a full of homemade harmony, a music that could set you free. It was a backyard symphony. Well, we pushed back the chairs, danced a few squares, lasted into the next day. My Annie Jane, the caller, how she could holler, she didn't need to use a PA. Now I was just a kid, dancing's what I did, step it up to beat the band. The music helped to make the magic when I held my darling by the hand. It was a rough cut rhapsody full of homemade harmony, full of homemade harmony. Music that could set, music that could set you free. It was a backyard symphony. Well, 
drums and fiddles, pecking guitars, and Molly played the old string bass. There was old songs, new songs, happy songs, true songs, kids running every place. Then it got kind of mellow, Mama played her cello, Dad was on the edge of tears. She played an old country waltz and I saw folks dancing close Hadn't held each other that way for years It was a rough cut rhapsody Homemade, full of homemade harmony Music, music that could set you free It was a backyard symphony Regardless of age, there are things that don't change if I live to be a hundred and ten. The memory's deep in my heart, and any time that I want, I close my eyes and be there again. Come on now. It was a rough cut rhapsody, full of homemade harmony, music that could set you free. It was a backyard symphony. Sing it again. Set you free. It was a backyard symphony. By now you know it meant a lot to me. Our little backyard, backyard, backyard symphony. Yeah. Thank you very much. What about you, Molly? How'd you get started? Well, um, I had piano lessons as a kid, like many, many kids do, and uh, enjoyed that for a while. But when I was about 11 or 12, I really wanted to play the guitar, learn to play the guitar. So my parents finally got me a guitar, and I took lessons from public TV, believe it or not. <laughs> Every week I watched this show that came on public TV, Laura Weber out of California teaching guitar lessons, folk guitar. That was how I got my start. And when I was in my teens, my younger brother decided he wanted to be a fiddle player, learn how to play the fiddle. He got a violin and started lessons, and um, so we eventually started playing together. And then um, your uncle Reynolds was a he was a fiddler. fiddler. Yep, yep. Uh, for you know, ever <clears throat> since he was a kid. So I grew up listening to him play the fiddle every now and then, and got inspired by that. So. Um, Coming from the West Coast, um, I, I, was, I had the lucky, lucky opportunity to get to, to accompany Benny Thomason on a tour one time and um, had another lucky break playing with the Powder Milk Biscuit Band mm -hmm. on Prairie Home Companion back in its earlier pre-national uh, days when it was only around 
Minnesota and outlying states there. Uh -huh. You did that for about a year. I did it for a year. Take me back to old Yazoo Cause everything up here is new Everything that you do All those people got their eyes on you It's so compelling Hear me yelling Take me back to old Yazoo If you don't like beans and rice Just get your rice and beans Much better If you don't like greens and ham Then get your ham and Molly, you're from Washington State. I am. And Jay, you're from New I, York City. Yeah, originally, yeah. Well, what happened? How'd you two get together? <laughs> How did that happen? Oh, a fluke, I guess. Um, I had an opportunity in my young years to make a trip to the East Coast. I'd never been East. And I hopped in the car and, and went on the journey. And once on the East Coast, the friend of mine that I went with uh, ran into some relatives who had a house that was going to come up for sale, and they didn't want to leave it empty all winter, so they asked if we would want to stay there. And being young kids, we had nothing else to do, so we said, sure. So that put me on the East Coast for long enough to find this folk club where this guy was performing. Uh -huh. Yeah, and we met at, at this little folk club called the Town Crier Cafe, which has moved three times but is still in operation in the Hudson Valley of New York. Two more times. Relax your mind. Relax your mind. It makes you feel so fine sometimes. Well, sometimes. 
Relax your mind. It makes you feel so fine sometimes. Sometimes. Everyone, you've got to relax your mind. Your We'll see you out at the CD table if you want to chat. That was New York State musicians Jay Unger and Molly Mason. They started out their set with Fiddlin' Around This Town, followed by Backyard Symphony, and finished their set with Take Me Back to Old Yazoo. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Now, Arkansas folklorist and author Brooks Blevins tells us the true story of Connie Franklin. A visitor to Mountain View, Arkansas, could be forgiven for thinking everyone in town plays an instrument or sings. Those jam sessions on the court square most any weekend night, and lots of midweek nights as well. Whenever the folk center doors are open, there's always some kind of musical show going on. And banners around town proclaim Mountain View the folk music capital of the world. Now, I suspect that's not an official designation. I don't recall the United Nations sponsoring a plebiscite on the issue, but Mountain View is a musical place. There's no denying it. Before the Arkansas Folk Festival was created in 1963, before the Ozark Folk Center opened 10 years later, this little Ozark town's brightest moment in the spotlight came way back in 1929. The attention focused on Mountain View that year wasn't due to any musical show, but to a trial. A murder trial, actually. But even then, music was never far from the action. Let's go back in the hills for the first of a three-part series on music and murder in the Ozarks. The trial, which took place shortly before Christmas of 1929, featured four Stone County men accused of brutally slaying a drifter, in the rural community of St. James, about 14 miles east of Mountain View, in a valley separating the rocky White River Hills from the steep and rugged Boston Mountains. The drifter, a young man known as Connie Franklin, had temporarily settled in St. James earlier that year and had gotten engaged to a local girl. But the real focus of the trial was not on the alleged killers, it was the murder victim himself, For there he was, sitting in the gallery each day of the trial. He even testified in the trial of his own alleged murderers. At least this fellow claimed he was Connie Franklin when he showed up a few days before the trial was to begin. 
The alleged killers and their families were delighted to see him, and reporters covering the story detailed tearful reunions inside dank jail cells. But the teenager who had been betrothed to the man who had seemingly come back from the dead, this ghost of the Ozarks, declared him an imposter, and so did about half of St. James's citizens. So the trial, covered coast to coast and known far and wide as the Connie Franklin trial, was officially about an alleged murder. In reality, though, it was a referendum on one man's identity. Was the man who emerged from the shadows on the eve of trial the real Connie Franklin? Or was he a charlatan, perhaps paid by the families of the accused men in a bold attempt to circumvent justice? The young drifter who was believed to have been killed played a mean harmonica, or French harp as it was called in those days. All could agree on that. And so it was that music came to play a role in identifying the Connie Franklin who came back from the dead. On Connie's first visit to Mountain View just days before the trial, the man who would have been his father-in-law couldn't make up his mind. He looks a lot like Connie, old Charlie admitted, but Charlie's daughter wasn't convinced, prompting Charlie to ask the man who claimed to be Connie Franklin to play a tune on the French harp. The Connie that Charlie remembered courting his daughter never went anywhere without his harmonica, but this fellow who just showed up in Mountain View didn't have one on him. It wasn't a promising sign. Maybe he was an imposter. One of the lawyers sent a little boy down the street to buy a French harp, and when he returned a few minutes later, Connie took it, turned to Charlie, and said, What do you want me to play? Everyone knew Charlie's favorite was Turkey in the Straw, Connie sheared down on it, and according to one reporter who witnessed the spectacle, played like he belonged on the Opry on Saturday nights. It was quite a performance, good enough to convince most onlookers that this had to be the one and only Connie Franklin. He was good, Charlie allowed, but he didn't quite slide over the notes the way the Connie he remembered had feathered them earlier that year. Subtle difference? Sure it was, but old Charlie knew his music. We'll pick up the story next week. For now, Billy Martin will take us back in the hills with his French harp rendition of old Charlie's favorite song, Turkey in the Straw. Next, we're going to hear from a terrific old-time string band from right here in Mountain View, the Lazy Goat String Band. Lazy Goat guitarist Scott Blake tells me that their great sound comes not only from the fine musicianship of fiddler Emily Phillips and Scott's son, clawhammer banjo player Samuel Blake, but also from the fact that they all love and respect old-time music as well as each other. They're all three close friends, and that certainly comes through in their music.
I guess this will be our fourth season mm -hmm. together, and uh, I didn't have any backup. Uh, one season, I asked Scott if he would back me up, and he said, yeah, and my son plays banjo, too. You know, you know, do we all want to play? And I said, sure. And we had one performance, and it was a blast. And so we started performing regularly after that, and shortly came up with our name, the Lazy Goat String Band. Oh boy, is yearning to 
on Johnny. We'll be right back with a trip to the vault with Mark Jones. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back. Since its inception in 1973, the Ozark Folk Center has hosted and recorded thousands of performances. We've got a vault here at the Folk Center where we keep these recordings of past shows. Mark Jones is our sound engineer here and is the keeper of the vault. Why don't we go down and see what he has for us this week? Hey, Mark, you down here? Yeah, Dave, I'm over here. How are you? I'm so glad you come down here to see me. Well, it's good to see I don't get down here often enough. But what have you got for us this week, Mark? Oh, Dave, we've got a lot of treasures down here, hidden treasures. And I just blowed the dust off of this one. It is a recording of Jimmy Driftwood. Now, a lot of y'all don't know, but Jimmy was instrumental in starting the Ozark Folk Center. Now, he didn't do it all by himself in any way, but he did a big part of it. I remember hearing Jimmy back in the 1950s when I was just a kid. 
he had some pretty popular songs at that time, didn't he? He really did. And I was able, I came down here with my mom and dad, who have been in music business a long time, and uh, I met, got to meet Jimmy a long time ago, and then eventually got to work with him on a tour that we did. Rack and Sack went out, and we did like 35, 36 colleges in a row, and it was a lot of fun. But one day, I remember we were practicing, and boy, Jimmy come in, he was some mad. Oh, he was burnt up. Somebody, and you know, in his shows, he always invites people to his house to drink a Pepsi with him. And if he's not there, just go on in and get you one yourself. I remember him saying that. Yeah. Well, somebody helped themselves to a Pepsi and tuned every instrument that he had in the house up to standard pitch where every, other people could play with him. Well, what Jimmy would do would find these old instruments and he'd tune them to where it suited his voice. And so then he had to go through and retune all the instruments in the house that would match his voice. But he did a great job uh, collecting, writing. And, you know, one of the first things that he was ever known for is a teacher. And uh, he more or less taught history and about the Ozarks. And this song that I've dug up for you today to listen to, and it's one I know you've heard before, but if you listen to the words, he taught elementary class American history, and it has a lot to do with American history called the Battle of New Orleans. Well, let's hear a little bit of that from a recording from 1973 at the Ozark Folk Center. All the songs that I've had that have been big songs were songs that I composed to teach a class in school. I'm gonna do one of those songs now. Some of you may want to join in with me. Well, in 1814, we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. Took a little bacon and we took a little beans and we met the bloody British near the town of New Orleans. Fired our guns and the British kept a coming. There wasn't I as many as there was a while ago. Fired once a more and they began to running down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. We seed Mars Jackson walking down the street, talking to a pirate by the name of Gina Feet. Gave Gina a drink that he brought from Tennessee, and the pirate said he'd help us drive the British in the sea. The French said, Andrew, you'd better run, for Pakenham's a-coming with a bullet in his gun. Old Hickory said he didn't give a damn, gonna whip the britches off of Colonel Pakenham. Fired our guns and the British kept a-coming, there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. Fired what the old and they began to running, down Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, we looked down the river and we see the British come, and there must have been a hundred of them beating on the drum. Stepped so high and they made the bugles ring while we stood beside our cotton bales, didn't say a thing. 
Old Hickory said we could take them by surprise If we didn't fire a musket till we looked them in the eyes We held our fire till we seed their faces well And opened up our squirrel guns and really gave them hell We fired our guns and the British kept a coming So wasn't I as many as I was a while ago Fired once more and they began to run Down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico Till we fired our cannon till the barrel melted down So we grabbed the alligator and we fought another round Filled his head with cannonballs and powdered his behind And when we touched the powder off the gator lost his mind We'll march back home but we'll never be content Till we make old Hickory the people's president And every time we think about the bacon and the beans Think about the fun we had way down in New Orleans Fired our guns and the British kept a coming. There wasn't I as many as there was a while ago. Fired once more and they began to run it down Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Through the bars and they ran through the brambles and they ran through the bushes where a rabbit couldn't go. Ran so fast the hounds couldn't catch them down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. We fired our guns and the British kept a coming. There wasn't as many as there was a while ago. Fired once a more and they began to run it down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. That's Jimmy Driftwood from a live recording made in 1973 of the Battle of New Orleans. We'll close out this week's show with Jay Unger and Molly Mason playing the Lover's Waltz, a Civil War medley, Vladimir's Steamboat, and the Wizard's Walk. Thank you. 
lovely dancing. Thank you very much.
That does it for this week's show. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with more great music and conversation. Until then, I'm Dave Smith. So long, everyone. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. Mm-hmm.